2: Miami 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 Miami
3: Heat,
4: Miami Welcome, Miami welcome Miami Heat, Miami Podcast. Miami am Miami host, Miami Carlo Miami and
3: Miami me
5: Miami
4: Heat, Miami and Miami founder Miami Goins.
5: Miami up, Miami Hey, Miami is Miami
4: Kelly at the 4, we're Kelly at the 5, Bam at the 4. We're going to get into that in a second. On the bottom left-hand corner, producer extraordinaire, my good friend, Alex Solana. What up? Uh, and on the bottom of the screen, here on Twitch.tv slash we where you can catch all our podcasts and post-game show hangover time and the pre-game show. We are debuting a brand-new pre-game show that has branding and a bunch of stuff, so we're really excited for that. Uh, on the bottom of the screen is our professional screw-up. Also, you can hear him on 5 on the floor, Alex Toledo. Yep. Yeah how's it going man it's been a minute it's good to have you back your name says ethan skolnick but that's fine <laughs> I totally forgot <laughs> we're on zoom no i know that's so funny like when you logged in it's like oh what a treat ethan ethan's coming on that's fun
2: yeah ethan's account just to take some of the production stuff off of him.
4: yeah no that's good um all right so you know we have a uh, we have this wonderful cast of Whoa, people wait, here some to talk. of the production stuff or all the productions
2: all of the production stuff Listen, Alex. Yeah, I thought you were listen. talking about me when you said producer extraordinaire. I don't, I don't know. No. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Let me tell you something, Alex. Alex is a workhorse wherever he goes. Alex, you, you, you. We need that shirt. You know, the hardest working, best conditioned, blah, 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 like that's you. Nah, you're a grinder, and you're up at like five in the morning. Alex will text me, chat. I, I swear to God, I'll get a text at Alex for five in the morning or four in the morning. He's like, bro, you should listen to like this podcast. Like, oh, we all oh, round ball rock was hilarious. or like, yo, this is a marrow pod. I like fucking four, look at the round ball rock shirt. at like 430 in the morning. And I was like, Alex, what are you doing?
2: Ubering. <laughs> it's just like Ubering. What, you think I just Uber in silence? Like I got to listen to something.
4: I I, I don't blame you. It's just funny. Know. It's just the odd type. You and uh, you and the homie clutch, Adam, over oh, at five reasons. You guys are the ones that DM. Oh, yeah. Me and
2: Adam, like Adam will only talk at that time of night.
4: Adam will just like Adam has this thing now. Whenever the Raptors lose, he he DMs me a picture of Kyle Lowry. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> it hilarious. really is.
5: Wait, what kind of pictures? Like funny pictures? It just or depends.
4: Like- it, sometimes it's a Heat jersey shop. I mean, last time it was just like I think it was a clutch points Kyle Lowry shirt. It's funny. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Listen, uh, we, we can get into Wait, that do you later. Own Kyle
5: Lowry jersey yet? Have you I don't. Not, I, I, not, I, I, how do I don't. do like Jersey
4: now. I have two Heat jerseys. I have one. I have a, a D Wade Reebok jersey from 2005 uh like the old school the Reebok jerseys and i have a i have an adidas i think it's an adidas wager it's a white one i got it when he left uh so i was at miami international and i was walking by the the heat store and they had like it was a sad swingman wade jersey for like 40 40 30 dollars on sale and i was like i should get this and i because i didn't have a white although i don't think i've ever worn it so. That was
5: probably right before he switched over to Nike. So he actually got yeah. the better quality jersey because Adidas ones are so much nicer.
4: Are they? I, Alex, think so? I, I think disagree so. I disagree. of I don't look good in jerseys. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm not like I'm not a Christian Hernandez or statistician. Like he can pull, out, I can't pull off a jersey.
3: Yeah, um, you're right. You don't look good in jerseys, and I don't. I I have like 50 Heat jerseys. I don't ever wear them. <laughs> I, I literally have. I have a Kenny Hasbrook jersey. I have a Patrick what? Beverly. The most yeah. random jersey, oh, collection. yeah. I have Whoa, a, you your jersey
5: collection's more random than um.
3: Should I bring down my right? best jerseys?
5: Well, which,
4: we yeah, is that for Kenny
3: Hasbrook, I have a Kenny <laughs> Hasbrook jersey, I have a Patrick Beverly Miami Heat jersey. Hi, which is that is impossible. Is which that is like a gem, training camp jersey? Which is <laughs> a gem. before
5: or after you got traded or cut
3: before? That's a gem. That's one of How my personal available favorites. Available? How'd
5: you even find the- one?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I have the hookup, I also, and it's game worn too. I also have, um, I have game a- Game
5: worn from what game? He didn't even play. Did it's play game pre-season?
3: worn. It's game worn. Preseason. Preseason. pre-season. I, I also have a number three Steve Smith jersey, which I fucking love. I that's would wear cool. that. I that's wore the that place. during the, the LeBron years. I wore the number three white heat jersey to playoffs. People would ask, like, why do you have a three Smith uh, jersey? Who's uh, that's Smith? That's just a, Who's that's a, Smith just a dick guy? move. Yeah, I mean, whatever, <laughs> Alex, when we do when we do the watch parties, you gotta come in in
4: like the 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 ha- like those random jerseys. The most random jerseys that you have, you gotta come in them.
3: I mean, I just showed you my cards. I, Kenny Hasbrook is is easily that's my go-to because that is my most random jersey yeah. I have.
5: Alex, how fast? Solana, Alex, how fast could you go get the Patrick Beverly jersey? Oh, the I have on the stream
3: right now. Yeah. All right, you oh. go. Oh. I, I, Alex will go, and
4: I will we'll get. Joey, we'll talk Joey's BRB. asking for it. Okay, Joey, uh, Joey's asking. Did he explain for the his uh,
2: hockey jersey already?
4: I don't even want to get into the hockey. That's just an abomination, as you call uh, Jermaine O'Neill's playoff performance against the Celtics. So, Alex, now, now, now that's, that's a lot that's a out of the way. I know it, it really is. I think about it all the time. Um, I, I wrote a piece for MiamiHeatBeat.com. It's kind of about the Heat and their power forward situation, a bit of their revolving door there, and how Jay Crowder really left the hole. Uh, and it turned out, it turned into a hit piece on Mo Harkless, uh, including my favorite stat, which is Mo Harkless. Was shooting seventeen percent from the field uh, before yesterday. I don't know if that's changed. Did he he did not make a shot. I don't know if he attempted a shot, so I don't know how those numbers changed. But Mo Harkless was shooting seventeen percent from the field. The Heat have a that means they offensive. stay the same.
5: His true shooting went down, but I don't think his actual field goal percentage went down.
4: Okay, good, good, for, good for Mo Harkless. Kind of hold steady at seventeen percent. Uh, the Heat are a, have a seventy-eight offensive rating when he's on the floor. Uh, which is just fucking awful. Second worst net rating on the team behind Kendrick Nunn, who's minus thirty six net rating. Harkless uh, is minus thirty two. So, uh, Alex, the other thing in the stat in the in the piece that I that I found that I really thought was interesting is that Harkless was playing like ninety three percent of his minutes at power forward for Miami via cleaning the glass, and I don't think he had eclipsed sixty percent ever in his career. So it, it's not really surprising that that hasn't looked good. Uh, I I kind of want before we get into the Kelly stuff. I kind of want your because you haven't been on. In a long time. Well, I kind of want your thoughts on the Moharkless experience. I mean, he's
2: bad. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, I think we just talked about him so much, whether it's you guys or five on the floor or he fans in general, like it's it's obvious at this point. Nobody is arguing otherwise. Nobody would dare to. And you know, the numbers just prove it. And it's they're even more like I read that piece and they were even more shocking to me than I thought they would be. Like, he can't even give you a baseline of solid defense and like, you know, one three a game or even a layup. Like it's unbelievable. Like he's I said to you before the season and also last season when we argued about Mo Harkless for a month for some reason (laughs) uh, that he's the most average player in the league and now like he hasn't even been average. He's been so below average. Like that's a problem. That's a problem. If you can't even get an average baseline from him it's like well he's not he shouldn't be in the rotation. Period.
4: (laughs) Brian what are you laughing at?
5: Christian uh, said that he didn't know that we were having John Cena on the show. Who's John Cena? uh, I'm guessing it's Solana why Goodbye. is john why is he stancina because i think uh I oh, no. just, <laughs> no, no, because
3: i wasn't there jersey no 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 because i w- i was gone so there was you nobody... were gone
4: and he came back well we will and reveal the jersey it. in a second we we're gonna we we're gonna have a grand reveal in a second uh but alex yeah kind of your point like and he hasn't you know we talked about this before he hasn't been able to guard up right so like you know for all the shit we've talked
2: is not been able to been guard, it. period. Like, I don't think he's looked good guarding in general. No. Like Maybe he's had, a, like, a minute or two here and there, but I can't remember.
4: Like, when he's the help defender, when he's that last guy in the back line helping, he, he's grabbing a one rebound per game, which is just fucking absurd. And when he's the last guy kind of helping on that rotation, I was joking that, like, Giannis turns the corner and he starts laughing. He's like, oh, this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cool. Like he he's going to the rim. He's he's not scared of him. It's not like even Olinick, even though like Kelly's not a good defender, at least you know that he's gonna be in like decent charge position and he's at least gonna fish for that. Like, what the fuck does Mo Harkless give you when he's rotating on the help?
2: Literally do nothing. Like that's the a thing. Foul. I thought you could at least get okay defense from him.
4: He a isn't foul. even giving you that. Just a foul. <laughs> uh Joey in the chat says someone has to take the wheel picture with Harkless and just edit an a one on that paper. <laughs> He's like he's been bad, man. He's just he sucks. Like he's been, and I I was a I was a I was clamoring for him and he hasn't oh, been good at all.
2: Maybe uh, your worst I, take.
4: It's no, my worst take is I called okara White Chris Bosh light.
2: Oh yeah, you said Shaq <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't work in today's NBA.
4: Yeah, I, uh, I said I've said a, I said Magic Johnson would would not be a superstar in today. I've said a lot of bad takes. Oh, I, mean, I, I don't man. I don't even think that I don't even think that that medals. But he like, called the Raptors medals. a good
5: team, and look at them—they're in last place. Oh,
4: Here. listen, you know what? They are. Uh, I'm not going to make excuses for them. Nick Nurse is throwing people under the bus. Ah Solana, Have you seen that? Have you seen what Nick Nurse
3: is doing He's t- Like
4: he's like, ah, Malachi Flynn. I don't really know what he brings you. And I was
3: like, holy shit, what are you doing, dude? Why'd you bring me in with a Raptors question, Nick Nurse? I don't know. Question? I just like, no, I wanted i, have to not, re- I wanted have to involve not, you. i know. not. I know. I know. But Spoh no, would never. I have not. Yeah, I,
4: I was that, that was an easy thing. You're just like, wow, it's would whatever. Nick really, Nurse like, more like took Nick shots worse. at
2: multiple guys. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I it's a thing. Stole Jack's job.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to MCast for the prime sub. Really appreciate you, Weird Alpha. Yeah, he he gave us bits to ask a question. Said Heat Beat is stealing my funds. So there's that. He also asked, uh, why does Alex love this shit? Is Alex high right now? Does Alex ever get nervous? I don't even know what that is. We just, we read your question.
2: Wow. Wow. You you don't recognize that?
3: No, I don't. Did,
2: do other people in this in yeah. you
3: not recognize that? Yeah, that's a Drake, uh, Drake reference. I got you. Okay. I'm, I'm I hip- don't like Drake.
5: I'm not Yo, a am of But not that not a, song, a, song is like 10 fan. years old. That's from Take Care. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, not, I don't and it was on Drake,
3: the radio but. a lot. Yeah. You have to fan. know that song. You have to know that song. What's it called? Uh... Jesus Christ. I don't know. But, well, wait, wait, I'm
4: guys. bad. listen I i Marvin. I've, I've never yeah, I've Marvin's never, never felt older. Yo, shout out to Notorious oh, Dib for the hell tier yeah, one I'm sub. fucking right. Hell yeah fucking that. right is the name of the song. Hell yeah right. Hell yeah I, I'm fucking right. Hyfer, Hyfer. Yeah, another song. We're going to get into questions in a second guys. I see that you guys are asking. I do want to get a little bit into Olenic before we kind of pivot uh, to making fun of other coaches. Uh Solana so they start Olinic yesterday in what felt like one of my more validating moments ever writing and doing podcasting. <laughs> it's like literally the day before I wrote this giant piece where essentially I end with the Olinic and BAM pairing makes sense and they do it. It looks great. I think the spacing just makes sense. Precious Sechua slides in at that center spot as a backup, and he's been absolutely incredible. All the metrics supported, it and it just everybody just kind of fit into the right position. And the bat and Jimmy was obviously there and aggressive. And it just looked like a cohesive team again.
3: Yeah. And I don't understand why at times Spo is hiding Olinic, right? Like it just feels like he he squeezed them out of the lineup at times. Um, also, six starting lineups through your first six games. I understand Spo likes to tinker with the lineups and I get it. Like I'm not questioning Spo, but like that's not really a recipe for success ever. Like ch- changing your lineup every single game. So, uh, give me more Kelly O. Like just give it to me. I want to see more Kelly O in the starting lineup. It's crazy. It took
5: six games for for Spo to really realize that hey, KO is probably his best four at this point. <coughs> I, don't I understand kind of how underst- it took him six straight games. Like like Alex, like
4: I understand the thinking behind that. Like you get a guy, like, okay, you originally start with Moharklis at your four, because that it just kind of makes sense. Like, you know, okay, he's gonna he's gonna be that three and D wing. He's gonna spot up, he's gonna play defense. It just doesn't work. And then they start the rotation at center and, 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 and power forward. And then they start Myers and Bam, and that doesn't work out. And then they start Harkless, ba- Myers, and Bam, and that doesn't work out. Then they start Robinson, Iguodala, and Bam. And, and obviously, you know, kind of Andre guarding up is, is always a mixed bag. Uh, and then you finally, you kind of land on Butler, Iguodala, Adebayo, which Nikias had been kind of hammering for. And it didn't look great against the Mavs, um, which that would be the team to do it because they're very small and they're wingy and, Porzingis wasn't playing and it just didn't work out. Uh the Olympic thing just, I don't know. Everybody, Bam is a good four. He's a better five. They're at their best when they have a spot up three and D wing. But I think Alex, Toledo, in the regular season, they can eat up minutes with that two man lineup and they'll be fine.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at, man. Like I think once you get to the playoffs, it's a different conversation and it'll probably get, you know, cut as far as uh, you know, I don't think Olympic would be a close or anything like that, but the regular season, it just makes a lot of sense, man, because they, they like I don't think you want to put too much pressure on Bam to just be banging with fours and fives every night and having to solve all their mistakes, especially when Harkless is kind of, you know, he's supposed to be the, the defensive guy and he's making all these mistakes. So to me, it's like, OK, Kelly knows where to be on defense. He's not a good defender, but that's not going to really be a problem until the playoffs when he gets picked on on offense. You've got, you know, three guys who are really, really good shooters who can move the ball like I think. I think it really makes sense for what they try to do. Like Alex said, like, I think it makes them more cohesive in general.
4: I like they have, it's not a long-term solution. I think that whatever they have, I think they're at the position that they have to make a trade. And it's not even like, this is like even divorced from like Harden stuff. It's like, they need to find a guy to play small ball for because to, for them, when they were at their very best in the playoffs, they were putting bam around shooters and Jimmy, and they would play high pick and roll when it mattered, late game. They would run their handoffs off of Duncan. They'd do all that little pistol nonsense. And they were able to switch on almost every action. They were not dropping. They were switching. They were swarming. They were sending help early from the corners. They were moving on defense. And if you play Kelly, you're just not really a lot of that. You really have to play a drop. You have to play a lot more conservative. I think Andre, too. Is really effective when you kind of play smaller and quicker because him and Jimmy really get their hands in the passing lanes. They're really smart, and even if they're your backline defenders helping, you know they're, they're they're smart. They're they're going at the ball. Their hands up. They're, he's really they both long, have too strong late.
2: bases, like and, yeah. and like you said, great hands. Like they've got they they round it out. And like I said, like I agree with you there. Wood Dollar shouldn't be starting either. You know, even though as much as I like Iguodala, like I just think he's a nice uh, rotation player to have, another good defender yeah. to have. But they need another guy. They do. I think it just makes sense when you look at the roster. Like, None is getting shifted out of the rotation. Obviously, Hartless and Myers are now. is not playing. Like, There's there's things they could do there to consolidate a little bit, especially if you're talking about a finals team, a contender. Uh, yeah. but maybe they don't see it that way. Maybe they're just trying to figure out what works and doesn't work.
3: No, I, I, I do think they see it that way and because I think it's obvious what, what, what the recipe was last year in that run of finals, what worked, everything Giancarlo just said. But I don't like the idea of, OK, yeah, they need to go make a trade, go make a trade just because you, you realize that you're missing that piece. Like, I, I don't like I don't like being impatient just because, OK, yes, we figured this out. Let's go do it now. Just just relax. Look at how late in the season they made that Jake Crowder, Iguodala trade. Um, I, and I could be wrong. You could correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember that even being uh, like a part of the discussion. Like I remember just waking up one day and Winslow was gone. And like I, I, I and I could be wrong about that. I just don't remember it um, happening traded like at
4: 8 p.m. It, it was like they were leading up to the gallon So it was like Andre plus Jay. And then it became they're trying to reroute Jay plus stuff to Oklahoma City. To get Gallinari yeah, I, and
3: I, but, yeah, but my, my bigger point is let's, let's relax, you know, six games into the, into the season. Um, I get it. We all fucking hate Mo <laughs> and, and Kelly O right now might, that might've worked or it could have just been a case of Oklahoma city's garbage. Um, but I, I don't like, I don't like just rushing into a trade because we need to rush into a trade. Let's just relax. Like, well, the oh, heat are going to be a playoff team with this roster so, uh, there's, no, there's no need to just go out and find somebody just for the sake of finding somebody. I Unless that's that, somebody's
5: like, James Harden, right? No,
3: no, no, for sure. I, I, was, I was speaking strictly about uh, the, the stretch four, right? Like to fill Jay Crowder. That, that's what I was speaking specifically about. Can we get PJ Tucker by himself without yeah, a PJ Harden trader?
5: shooting 50% from three right now.
4: Yeah, because uh, so Clear and VV in the chat says none plus KO for Tucker. Who says no? I think Houston might. <laughs> And none is not none has not been very good No, man, guys,
2: they're owners for Tita. Did you I know you did, None <laughs> so is cheap and link's on an expiring contract, isn't he? And and a white guy.
4: There you did go. Did you see that? Did you see Chef Trilly's tweet <laughs> when he says there's a blowout game and Kendrick Nunn is getting minutes somehow and it's the it's the it's the video from Breaking Bad where Jesse goes,
1: How ah, does he keep getting away with
2: this? <laughs> I fucking lost it, dude. I'm just like, my god. <laughs> Trilly's the best he's tweeter a... we have
4: on he Twitter. Oh, no, sure. he, he's our best. Yeah, like, you know, him and Prime Alf, I, I think, are like, you know, not much more. No, not, not even, not even Prime Alf.
2: Alf's timeline wow. is too filled with, like, attacking random guys yes. with terrible takes. I was about and to say I know say he that. says that that's his brand, but I'm just saying I prefer Trilly's jokes to I'm saying
4: Prime Alf. Alf, Alf. i like, Alf in his prime. Alf in his prime was good. It was all right too much. Gi- it, it was, it was, <laughs> he's washed. is the most, Alpha's just
2: retweets
3: by the he beat shit.
2: <laughs> and like light skin opinions. That's, I'm only taking that's shots because he was supposed to be here tonight and he bailed. I guess he, I mean, he, he was left five no, he reasons wasn't. for a reason. It was to, to get rid of me.
4: So. It, yeah, it was, it was to duck. Clearly. No, really, the person who was supposed to be here with you, I think was, uh, was Christian. And then oh, I Christian thought you said it was Alf. You. No, it was, Mo- it was Moose and then Moose couldn't do it and it was Chris and then Alex stepped in. Alex Solana swooped in Listen, man, I get
2: it. Yeah. And shout out to Solana, uh, bringing back the the trio, man. Hey, hey, when was yeah, last no, time no. we did a show together, Panther <laughs> Sports Talk Live trio. Yeah, yeah, it's been
5: a while. Back, back yeah. in the FIU days, fuck you, so, Brian.
2: <laughs> nobody heard those shows.
5: Nobody I listened. Nah, to those five shows. people,
4: five people in GC. Heard I actually those shows. did
5: listen to those shows, just for you no and way. Alfred <laughs> and and Alfred and Alfred. I shout out to Alfred. Some of them actually.
4: Wow. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon when we had Eric Reed and Cooper Moorhead. Shout great out shows. to Coop for doing that. Coop, we we Coop actually
5: re that Eric Reed interview. Yeah, here. we did.
4: Yeah, shout out to Eric and Coop who are great guys. All right, guys. So the other thing I really wanted to talk about, and we kind of touched on a little bit with none, was the point guard rotation because I think that in the at the beginning of the season, that was kind of the conversation. It was like, hey, I do a point guard. Tyler Hero's bad at this. We gotta stop. He sucks. Whose voice is that? I don't He twitters. Put him to the bench. Why is he at 80 years old? He's scoring 0. 0.7 points per position as a pick-and-roll ball
5: handler. Ooh, yeah, this is bad. Turnovers. and uh, Why do you sound like Ron Rothstein? <laughs> I don't know.
4: <laughs> I kind of like that voice. That, that, that's going to be my heat Can twitter voice for this season. Can you do Eric and Tony season. real quick? I can't. No, i am not, I'm not, this is not a piano bar. I will not, not by request. Maybe if, if five people sub, I will do my limited fake Eric Reed and Tony Fiorentino. If five people sub, we'll have that's a, a sub goal here for an impersonation. Well, then we're not going to do it. Um, so yeah, so kind of, kind of going back to my point, like they had this like really weird situation with the turnovers and the point guards. And, uh, so they, I feel like Dave really fixed that. I feel like Avery has really settled them. I think that with Jimmy back, it's looked better when he kind of takes up ball handling reps. I think Tyler has kind of grown into that role a little bit more. Um, he had a comment the other day that he said that he likes starting more because the game gets to come to him as opposed to the responsibility of being a spark plug. So i I I, kinda, I see people tweeting about it, but I, I kind of feel like that stuff is solved.
2: Man, yeah. like I feel pretty good about Tyler starting right now. I, I think still the way to go. Uh, I thought the turnover thing was a little bit overstated as far as with Tyler. Like I think they all had a bad start in general as a team. It wasn't more on one person, but if it was going to be on one person doing it more often than they should, it was bam. right? And you know, we all love BAM here, but he he clearly had a an uptick there. With the turnovers, I, I do think it's better now, you know, with no Kendrick, Nunn playing. And again, not trying to be too mean about Nunn and Harkless, but the less that they play, the better they look. And I'm not trying to oversimplify it, but I do think that's something that's just kind of proven to be true so far over these few, uh, first few games that those guys don't really fit with the rotation. I like what they've got with Dragic and Bradley off the bench. Uh, like, I think you could start Bradley if, if you wanted to. I wouldn't be completely against that. But uh, Tyler Hero. I think he's looked good, man. I think people have uh, overstated his struggles. Like, I think he's obviously not uh, completely developed yet, but he keeps making these baby steps. Like, he's looked good with the pull up. He's looked good playmaking. He's had all around games. Like, I think he's done a little bit of everything at a pretty high level, and his turnovers have not been that high.
4: So, he's scoring 1.2 points per possession as a pick and roll ball handler, which is like insane. yeah, he's in the 91st, almost 92nd percentile of pick and roll ball handlers. And, you know, uh, Solana, like when we kind of went into the bubble last season, they were kind of giving him those reps and it looked a little rocky to start. And he just looked great in that role after a little bit. And, and I think we've kind of had the same situation happen. And I think probably playing without Jimmy hurt him a little bit because it's just a lot of responsibility. But yeah, he he's he's looked really good lately.
3: Yeah, um, I think in the bubble, um, when he did look shaky playmaking, it was just overcompensating with him hitting big shots. And we were all obsessing over the fact that literally in every game, he was hitting a big shot. Um, Bro, to to Alito's point, passing by hero, like his playmaking ability, but specifically just passing the ball, um, he looks like a a fucking veteran, man. Like truly, like he looks like a veteran. Um, I was really impressed. Uh, in the past two games with uh, his playmaking ability. Um, I don't remember what you asked me because I, I wanted to get that point out, but I mean, he's, uh, he's at five assists uh, this year.
4: So it's like, at oh, 4.7. He's it's not like even a point guard. Really? He would have had a triple good.
3: double. He would have had a triple double last night, by the way, had he played most of the second half or, or the fourth quarter. Like he, he's going to be that kind of guy where he's going to get uh, a night where he, he can stack up triple doubles. Like that's, that's fucking awesome. You know, There's like, I think rebounds.
2: it's weird. Yeah,
4: I think the two
3: Still doesn't thing, make and sense I, sense to me, you know, because he
4: get he gets in there, man. Like he he's the first motherfucker jumping. He's like he has really like good intuition. He has really yeah. good timing. I know he's like really like not a big guy. He's kind of weak and he has short arms. But to me, that's all really that's missing after. with
2: him is like getting stronger, getting a stronger base, which is going to happen, you know, over over time, obviously. But that's really the one because he I didn't just think...
3: come back. I, I was really shocked, though. I know it was only two months, but he didn't come back. In in any way, shape, or form, bigger. Like I was really expecting that the from the time of the bubble ending to us starting the season again. I understand short and off season, but two months, like or or whatever, uh, ten weeks, you would expect a a little bit of muscle, a little bit of bulk, like extra protein shakes. Nothing. Like dude looks just as skinny as he did in the finals. He told me he's gonna play point guard. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Like I don't pull on. Wait a second, but like I don't, I don't really like the idea of like kind of like legislating guys' body types. Like people did that with KD a lot, and I don't, I don't really feel like he's that still was fucking skinny. But,
2: but, that's the thing, though. I I get that. I get what you're saying, but KD had a strong base. Like KD, you can be, he can be the low man on the rotation. Like we, we like we were talking about earlier with the, uh, you know, help the helper or whatever. KD is good for that position. I just think hero for every part of defense. Needs to be a little bit stronger. Like I think anybody could just kind of run through him. Like it, it, on a switch, they always have to come help him.
3: I'm, right. Whereas, I'm, I'm I'm with G. Like I, I get what you're saying, but KD is a bad example just because he's seven feet. Wait, yeah, and can shoot bigger, over anybody. Way taller. Right. For sure. So like K, KD, everybody was talking about KD <laughs> needs needs more muscle. Like uh, we were we were all stupid saying that because he's seven foot and can shoot like the best shooter in the world. So and he's great uh, I just want
2: Hero things. to not be picked on, you know, to a relentless degree like he was uh last season. And again, I'm not, you know, we're going to give him time for that. That that's not something that happens overnight, but I think that's one way where you can kind of you know, so his uh defensive impact isn't so negative all the time. He needs to be a, a little bit stronger. He's doing a really good job of
4: of like sh- hard showing on the pick and roll, to l- let his man recover, and I think that that's going to He's never going to be a guy that you can just switch and be comfortable with, but if he's really yeah. good at that hard show, and if the guy behind him's Bam or somebody really good, I think you can survive.
2: And look, he played good defense on. I want to say it was Middleton in that Bucks game, and in, in, in some of those Bucks games, I, I was looking at like, okay, he can do the one-on-one stuff, okay. But when it's like a a jump shooting type all star like Chris Middleton, who doesn't really want to get in the paint, is not going to back you down on a mismatch like that. Uh, so <laughs> I, I like Tyler as a positional defender. With, I like his like his IQ, just like Duncan Robinson. I just think to me, it's a. It's going to get tough in the playoffs. But again, I'm not worried about it. I think you keep him in that starting rotation. I'm good with what's going on with the guard rotation right now. I think, like, Uh, by the way, if you're going to talk about trades, if they did something like, uh, you know, George Hill and Trevor Ariza, I think that's the type of thing you could do as far as adding a point guard. I I didn't think the whole conversation of adding a point guard to the rotation without making a trade was really viable. I just think there's too many guys already. Well, what's up with the George Hill love? Like, is it good? (laughs) Just a yeah, a nice rotation player you can add. People yeah. were clamoring for a point guard, I guess. And OKC and the Heat having history. and uh, You know, people were speculating that they could just uh, unprotect those picks and get George Hill. And, you know, maybe you send them Kendrick Dunn. I'm like, Shh, I'm good with that.
4: OK, I'm good with that only because I feel like Kendrick Dunn's value is in the toilet right now. And he's going to be a free agent next season anyway. And I just I don't really see what kind of contract. They're gonna offer. And like he has no value for that reason. Because if he, you know, a lot of people are like saying, like, oh, well, you know, he's a young player, but you know, his his contract's up next season, right? So it's like, well, what the fuck do I get? I get half a season of Kendrick Nunn, you know, being bad at pull-ups. Like, what do you know what I mean? Uh Moose is in on Ariza. I, I'm kind of mid on Ariza, Like, as a I think I've seen people like say like he's the answer for power forward. I'm not really sure about that. Better than I like we're gonna yeah, it's just he's like skinny like heartless Kind of before we hop off the Tyler thing, I do want to mention. Two things. I think the two things to monitor this season are going to be how he is performing as a pick and roll ball handler, which we just already mentioned. The other thing is, how is he shooting on pull-ups? Because Yes, I was going to ask
2: you, how'd you feel about that Bucks game when he was hitting all those pull-ups?
4: Yeah, I I mean, he's from three, he's shooting about 35%, which I think for as good a shooter as he is, you want that number up. But I think he's shooting like 33% for the season or something. It's not like incredibly high as a three-point shooter. I mean, he started off a little slow. But I have no doubt that that's that that's going to go up. He's a good shooter. I I, I don't need I, his, the numbers are going to bear he's out. He's going
2: to be shooting more. I think.
4: Oh yeah, he's like, like I think really- the last
2: couple of games with Jimmy back, he's kind of you know he brought it that's down some. before he was really happy with the pull up, and and I, I want him taking some of those pull ups because a lot of these guys are dropping pretty far back, and I know he can hit that shot. I know he has that shot in his bag, and I'm I'm with you. I want to see him hit that pull up in a confident efficient way just because that's going to really scare defenses to playing up on him even more. And obviously he's a shooter already, but I just think it's like, okay, if they think that he's more likely to pull up, than try to, you know, drive or go for the lob. Like if he's got all these options in the bag, it's just going to make him a better player.
4: He needs to create, he's not like a jump out of the page athlete. So he needs to create space with his kind of all the different moves that he has to keep a defender guessing and his shooting. And you know, he's shooting 45%, a 44% on pull-up twos and 35 on pull-up threes, which honestly that number on pull-up twos is great. I'm, I'm loving that to me. That's a sign of, you know, you are not afraid to attack the defense. If they're going to park in the paint, because he's, he's, you know, he's not going to finish over the trees. So if they're doing that, it's kind of like bam, right? So bam has like that one dribble pull-up, which he's been fucking, it's, it's like my favorite thing in the world. Like that. I want him to go to the We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, But you know, kind of Tyler being willing, I think the next thing for him is a floater, uh, you know, and that, that will really round out the game to a way he that clearly, I, I He think... put
2: in more emphasis into like the crafty finishes, the Kyrie-like finishes over the summer because he came back with some, with some tough That's ones. Good, and, yeah. yeah, no, for sure. It's good. And I agree with you there. Like the floater is just such a great way to for, for guards who can't really finish over guys uh, to get going there if they're going to play up on him, which he's going to eventually get that treatment.
4: Hey everybody, before we get into today's pod, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here on Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you wanted to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and e-learning course filled with tips and tricks. On top of that, we'll get you short show published to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher and other listening platforms. And the best part is that you can get this all for $15 a month. That's the same rate that any other hosting site would just charge you for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to your sports experience. Acceptance to the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com/join. Check out the description box for this episode. To find out more that's bwhustle.com slash join shout out to fez butter in the chat heat twitter og uh fez says i want the heat to trade for kyle lowry so pack and cut him and i can watch g cry live on twitch listen i i uh if they get kyle lowry i will cry live on twitch for a couple of reasons because i want him to retire raptor and also i'll be so happy because he's with the heat so corny let's uh solana let's kind of address that a little bit because i think well actually, Brian, I'm gonna to go to you because I know how much you fucking love trades Brian. Trade season is Brian's time to shine. Trade season is where Ooh. Brian thrives. yes, what do you want I don't out? really do want see out? a deal with Kyle, like, and I know that the Raptors are struggling, and of people course really you don't I do okay, but that's what I'm asking, so it's like what do the heat have that they can offer the Raptors that
5: is any kind of enticing? I mean the Raptors. Are going to lose him no matter what because I highly doubt he'll resign there. Why? Why do you doubt are, that he'll resign? Because you now, guys why are it? the worst team in the league this year. <laughs> you guys are tanking, apparently. He wants to
4: contend. What? What could they send that that is enticing to Toronto? Because I just, I, like, I I've looked for a way to make the deal happen, and I'm like, well, there's Linux, and then you got to make so it's Linux, Andre. Well, he, he's
5: and, making thirty million this year, so they'll have to trade either Linux or Andre. I Both, think probably. in order to make the numbers work, they have to send out 22 salaries to throw in. If we wait until February 6th, we can trade in Myers Leonard's $9 million to that deal if we had to. Which I yeah. would definitely do. Why would the, Raptors do, Raptors, that, Why would the Raptors do that? Why would the Raptors do that? And then we could trade in a first-round pick. That's all you need to trade is a first-round
4: pick. you
2: the Raptors, you got to get Kelly back at least, the Canadian. Yeah. You don't think
4: the Raptors can get more for Lowry than Not a first-round Not for half round, half a
5: half-year Kyle Lowry when he's a rental. A bad first-round pick? He's a rental. Oh, I mean first round
4: pick is probably the, thing the is a best they'll be able to get. Yeah. But the Clippers just gave fucking uh, Marcus Morris a first round pick. They traded a first round pick for Marcus Morris. This is a, <laughs> they
2: signed oh no. them for $60 okay, years. Do you
5: realize how old Kyle Lowry is? He's thirty five. Uh, okay,
4: but you know, also both the same age. There's no guarantee
5: know. that he'll be re-signing like Marcus Morris did with the Clippers.
4: I mean, like if, if you trade for him, I think it's to re-sign. Also, like I think I don't that think if you, would you know you I don't, trade I don't for him, he would. It would be. It would be. I mean, but if you're another team, you're like like kind of like Drew Holiday. You're just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trade him and then I'm going to sign him to a two, three year this would be a one year run.
5: I think if Mommy made a deal like that, it would be for a one year run. They now, wouldn't give up he, assets and he then he is not resign. He's crazy him. good. And but, and then maybe they'll consider giving him like another one or two year deal like they're doing with Goran right
4: now. But that's what I'm saying. It's like another team probably would. Like another good team like Philly can probably trade for him and then want to sign him to a two, three year Because he'll still be good.
5: It's not like. They have the leverage because he's, he's playing on an expiring contract, no matter what. It's so whether or not oh, they want to give him up for nothing or are going to keep him on the roster. I, mean, I don't know how many other teams that he would really want to play for. I mean, the Clippers could make sense, but they don't really have any assets either right now. Philly. Philly I don't think Philly sense. needs a point guard anymore.
4: Yes, they do.
2: No, they need it. They definitely could use Kyle, Kyle Lowry.
4: I feel like we've... Let me tell you something. I'm having in a the playoffs, deja vu right now. Have I think, we done you're,
5: this before? I think what, <laughs> what's going to happen is you're trading expirants and if we had to trade in like but Kyle's some an kind expiring. of young guy, then maybe you trade in like Hazy O'Call or... I mean, I don't I, know if listen, or not.
4: I want him here, Brian. I I really want him here because he would change the calculus on their ceiling like tremendously. Um, you can do so many like interesting three-guard lineups and they're just... Spo. all of a sudden, Pandora's box opens for Eric Spolster and this team becomes really dangerous for a point guard that can defend and shoot and handle and do a bunch of stuff. I just don't see a deal where another. now maybe I'm wrong and maybe the value for maybe Kyle's value is a bad first round pick. I don't know.
5: But if you're the Raptors, you might just rather have the 30 million and expiring. I mean, what did it say? Uh, they get Goran Dragic at like 30 years two old, picks, 29 years old, two picks, okay, okay. So two picks. and, and a bunch of trash.
2: Okay so, so let's go how over that it. The is a contract and
5: a bunch of trash
2: the two contracts, the pick, and then let's say at least one more young guy. let's say it's kZ. does that get you there? Gene, if you're talking about replenishing with two you know the pick and kZ and then two guys who stay, help you keep keep you competitive I guess I think
4: that's I think that's where the deal starts. I think the deal is going to start with a pick plus young guy. Like, that would you is four do it if it's four things to
2: give up for for a rental. I have a question. Like Thirty four year old. I do what get why it's... the Raptors wouldn't do it though. I think. What like, if means so much to them?
4: Precious a pick and expirings. I'd do it, Alex. Oh, I, I would do it. It's I kind of think that's what a deal. I think that's what a deal would look like.
2: I think yeah, that's yeah, something pretty much that what, Toronto what we just would... talked about, except with precious instead of KZ. I, I, I think it's tough, man. I, like I really don't want to trade precious, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, chat saying that it's talk-
4: not worth it. Chad, and Moose thinks it doesn't well, take a young guy. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what you think. Yo, shout out to Brian M.
2: Lowry uh, would make for, them a lot better, though. I think Lowry is an awesome fit for
5: this
3: team. Especially a this year. Especially this year. Damn, Lowry. People do
5: not like this trade, saying Precious. I, I, yeah, I like people, Precious, but... no. I don't know. I feel like we're also hyping him up a little bit more than we should.
4: Maybe, he's been a top five. Nakias
5: said he's a top five rookie. So if Nikaias says that, it's got to also hated scripture. the pick at the time. So what
2: does he you know? takes our scripture. Uh, <laughs> they, they I, I just really don't like the idea of going back to, like you know, when Bam comes off the floor, they're all of a sudden really, really soft down low. Uh, like, okay. I, just, I don't Chat's, miss that at Chat's all. Chat's
5: really hating this. I, I kind of have to, look, if you, do, if you do make a trade for Lowry, it's because you're making a run for a title this year. And that's the whole reason I do you think- make a deal for Lowry. You're making it so he can go for a title. I know you guys love precious. He fits the bill. What everybody wants. We we're playing on Jimmy's timeline.
2: By the way, we have fucker in the chat. Rather have
5: Derrick Rose? Why?
2: (laughs) Stop it! Stop it! (laughs) If they didn't have Goron, maybe like he's just the worst Goron. Uh, No, but the thing with (laughs) with Lowry is.
5: Actually, if they trade KZ to Toronto, that's probably be the best team to trade him to because that's the actual team that he actually played great against. Yeah, They know what he's doing. He lit him up. Yeah, that, that makes like, this guy's sense. It's KZ to them. To
2: them. Uh, and Alex we mentioned and text- that Lowry is like really, really, really good friends with Jimmy Butler and Jimmy really wants him because I think that's important.
4: Like, listen, the other guy, Alex, I want and I texted you about him. Like a guy, and you, you texted back an, an option that I really like. So I, I texted <laughs> you with, Otto Porter Jr., and then you hit me back with like... Harry B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's God. what we're talking about, right?
5: Two guys I hate.
4: Why? Listen, I, I like Otto Porter. You know he P. can J. defend Tucker up a be little number bit. Number
2: one for me, I would trade for. Oh, PJ yeah, Tucker for Auto I mean, Porter. I,
4: I don't. I don't. I think Miami will get outbid for PJ Tucker. Miami just doesn't have a lot that they can really offer. This is why I'm I'm kind of like for like a guy like that, like a medium sized contract on an. Did expiry? you trade
2: KZ and an, an expiring for PJ?
4: Yes. Oh, easy for sure. But I, I don't know. I, that's not going to get it done. I mean, I, I think we on Miami Heat Beat love you know KZ Akpala. I don't know, man. I just know that Blue Checkmark Twitter doesn't really think much of KZ Akpala. Oh, it would, oh take, my it would
5: take the pick. Either, either guy's going to take just one first round pick, in my opinion.
4: See, Nikai uh, is saying, Nikai is going scripture,
2: not Blue Checkmark Twitter. All right.
4: That's what I no. Listen, I know. Uh, Weird Alf is saying, uh, Oladipo. Uh, I think he's Jimmy
2: wants the more than Oladipo. I don't
4: Good. think he's
5: getting traded.
4: Yeah, I think that you know you guys and Ethan and Leif uh, over there in Five Regions have really kind of hammered that. I don't think there's a lot of interest from the organization.
5: And, no,
2: I don't think it's like that though. I don't think it's black and white. Like I don't think they, they're out on it's, Oladipo. It's not a
4: preference. It's but not a preference. There's,
2: like, there's other guys that they that they will be in on over him. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think they're out on him in general. Like if they if they pursue him in free agency, I, like would that be surprising? If other things you know fall apart,
4: I, maybe a I little think, bit. I think he'd be worth. looking I think at they're answer. gonna go higher. I think they're gonna. I think they want more. I think they're oh, gonna no, go I'm a little. I mean, Kylo he looks Ren, good. He looks good. Gif. More. Um, I, I do want to pivot to a little bit of Bam talk. Uh, we always have to get in, trade talks here in trades. talks we've done trades for for a while. We yeah, we always do trade. And I could not thank Brian M for the four month sub. I know we were in the middle of it. Thank you for you my friend, for the 4 months sub. We really appreciate yeah, that Yeah, we're here.
5: one sub away from you doing your Eric and Tony impression.
4: No, that's one sub. No, that's one
5: sub. No, that's four. That's four.
4: If I get, if we get two more subs, I'll do my limited fake Eric and Tony. Um, I mean, we had
5: one earlier. I don't think you. actually Okay, last,
4: la- last trade thing, because I do want to highlight the people that gave bits. Ken Boner said, I'm ready to go all in for Al Horford. I don't want to play Al Horford with another big ever again. I saw how that worked in Philly. I don't want to do that. I'm out on Al. Horford I'm out on like out. Like
2: oh, come on. Well, I Everybody agree down. with you, but give Bam some credit. He's not in
4: no, he's not a beat. He's better, but I just I, it's just my, more of a thing I'll of Horford would just be like exactly
2: what you want from Myers except on steroids. I mean, I, I wouldn't Mangu. do that trade either.
4: But do, do you fuck with Mangu, Solana? I don't like Mangu. Do not uh, I'm Dominicans with you. eat Mangu? I'm with you. I don't like Mangu. I feel like only Dominicans eat mango. It's one of those. Things. I grew up with Dominicans. My my, my best friend growing up was Dominican. My neighbors are Dominican. Not like one of my brothers, like one of my best friends. I have friends Dominican friends Dominican. too,
2: but I've just never tried it. How is it? It's
3: like not good. <laughs> is it really because it's, it's so hyped on dominican twitter like, like super hyped on dominican twitter
4: listen everybody hypes their own shit every country hypes their own like we do that? Cubans hype cubans hype ropa vieja uh, i've i'm not a ropa vieja person. i'm not a ropa vieja guy either
2: i'm not gonna lie i, I love I Cuban food.
4: wow no that, that's just what the what the fuck? <laughs> and i don't drink cuban coffee oh no that's i have a hot take on cuban coffee
3: it's like it's a that's little rough. overrated no, it's a little bit, Stop overrated. it, stop. but it's not. That's like, that's like somebody saying that the, right? the Beatles are overrated. You know, like you're just saying it's overrated because everybody else likes it.
4: Thank you, Intimidator001 for the Cheer 1 sub. Appreciate you. Um,
3: How do you well, not eat like, Yuka? I, I don't yeah, get ha- that.
4: W- we're bearing the lead here. What's wrong like with Yuka? Y-
3: Yuka, Yuka? Yuka bites? <laughs> like you never yeah, had Yuka bites? Oh,
5: oh,
4: whoa, whoa, whoa. Fried
3: is different. Fried yuca is different. Oh, no! I'm just
2: yeah, talking about the fuck's, who the fuck's boiling yuca. I mean, Man, I'm talking yeah. about. Have you ever been to a Cuban party before where they just have the yes, yuca there laid yeah, out yes, next yes. to the pork yes. and the Agreed. salad? That's Agreed. what I'm talking about. That's pops. dry. No, not that Total dry pops. shit. No, yeah. You right. yeah. know, they you put it on top fluffy. of other things. It's like part of the, the dish. I, I don't. I, I completely ignore that. Yeah. Now give me some fried yuca bites from Protopyca. Yeah, yeah. Yucubites. bites. What sauce?
5: What sauce? Which?
2: Oh, the cilantro or the curry.
4: Cilantro. Wow, I, I go. Well, not curry for or the or bites. Cilantro. pineapple rum for the bites are good. But I, I curry. I tried I making that.
5: the cilantro garlic sauce myself. It's it's nice. What easy. are the
2: overrated dishes from each of you guys' respective home countries?
4: From your parents? I think bande- I think dishes. bandeja paisa is a little overrated. Um, as a Colombian. I think bandeja paisa
5: is. A, I don't a even little... know what that is. So I guess my mom's like it's like, it's really like
3: a Colombian, Colombian breakfast. Ha- with the I bunches. don't get I mean, no, it. it's not. It's not maybe, a breakfast. Maybe a repas? Bandeja oh. paisa is not no arepas are not overrated. I'll no, it's read. not a depends. breakfast thing. Well, it depends,
5: it's a um, but it depends bro, what
3: kind of rep. Are you yeah. Not now you're googling it. Bandeja paisa is literally just a piece of steak, rice, beans, maduros, like it and 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 it comes with um uh what, what's it called like the fried pork uh Yeah, yeah, yeah the uh, chicharrón. Like that can't uh, just right. that the How's, that b-
4: cannot be our like countries like like that, that's like when people think of Colombian food like that's what they fucking think of. No, you
2: know what I think of? I think of anything from Los Verdes. I just think of, like, the pink sauce, you know, I the hate, quesadillas.
3: I hate Los Verdes so much, man. I, Wait, I had why? That, I had that take a couple months ago on Twitter where, like, <laughs> we, we all have to come together as a community and agree that Los Verdes isn't actually good unless you're hammered. No. And if something is only you, good…
5: What, who's, who's
4: eating
3: that sober? If, right but if something's only good because you're fucked up then it's not actually good it's, like it's, it's just, okay it's just it's greasy. no it's just it's just open at 3 a.m and it's greasy like bro who the fuck is putting all that sauce on quesadillas with chips on top like just give me a fucking normal quesadilla No, I'm but like,
2: you're wrong on that you're wrong
3: on that miss, that's your miss specialty me with that. yeah, you're, you're wrong that's an front that's a that pink sauce that they layer on the fucking quesadilla you don't like the pink so, sauce. Bro, it's 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 bro, it's mids at best. It's mids oh, at best. Oh my god. At best. And and <laughs> is, they fucking layer it. They layer is, it with those those crushed up stale is- ass fucking chips <laughs> that you know <laughs> that you know it's a fucking Old sweaty guy back there crushing up with his gross fucking hand. Why did you make that? Yo,
4: that's right. He says, says coming from know. the chicken
5: kitchen guy. Seriously, <laughs> yes, that's yeah.
3: right. This guy who loves chicken kitchen. Butter's calling you kitchen. an arrepentido.
4: He's he calling us all arrepentidos. He,
2: just, he doesn't want nothing on top of it. He just loves it plain. Okay, we're
4: we're moving on from food taste because you're <laughs> no, food I'm sorry. I, that one threw like me kennel-
5: off. No, no, we have to list. We have to read some of the stuff in the chat. So, so Jack says, "I can help people." Do not season her food. (laughs) That's just just disrespect. There's three Kendall people in here. Frankie responded back saying, hold them accountable, Jack, unlike Alex does his SPO.
4: (laughs) Alex, yeah. Alex Alex is a resident accountant. Alex, listen, you're the only person in this market who holds coach accountable. What are you talking about, man? You're the only one. The, judging from those, listen. Have you listened to the Deuces well, lately? Have you asked, they, have asked about the turnovers
5: yeah, I, yet? Because you asked a- about the three point shooting last year. Listen, I haven't I been ask- able
4: to, to
2: actually been on the media calls for Spo. Most of the time, because we record with Five on the Floor directly when, like, after the game ends, and so that's just like Spo hangover
4: time here on Twitch.tv/slash
2: Check that out live. That was good. That was good. That was a vet move. i gonna I'll give that you that. That was nice. Uh, Shout
4: out to Keiko for the Prime sub. Appreciate oh, you very five. much. That's
5: five. You have to do it. That's not five. That's, that's three. Fun. You said two. Brian, that's, Brian no, M gave two. one. You said then, two. You no, said I do. This and is three. We need two. two more. We need no, two more. No, no you already okay. hit the limit. And nobody wants to no. hear
2: this, man. I, yeah, I've yeah. heard this impersonation. It's pretty bad. It's not even good. I
5: don't
4: care. You promised. TTG7 asked. Give us some bits. What about the what about the trade? McCollum for Hero, none Leonard and a pick, or Duncan none Leonard and a pick. I just don't see Portland really doing that, and they don't want
2: to don't. trade McCollum for Harden. I don't. I don't know why they would do it. for yeah, like
3: Young guys. They, they I, and whatever they do. Yeah, Alex's face is completely no, but sums but Like, up. come on, what are we doing? Like, I, I, I'm telling you, that's just making a trade to make a trade because Heat Twitter, it's fucking, it's pissed off that they're three and three. Like. McCollum, really? Was it AlFu
2: who man. said? Uh, was it Alpha who said that they just see a guy and they're like, "Yeah, I want him."
4: <laughs> I <think he laughs> no, said like that last week. I'm all in I'm all I in, I in on the photoshops.
3: I'm all in on the photoshops. Like Photoshop me, everybody. Photoshop me, fucking Mike in Heat jersey. That's cool, but. Come on, no. man! Like you need at least two all NBA teams to make a Photoshop. Mike Muscala,
4: please don't ever <laughs> do <on>. that. <laughs> two, two, two all NBA teams for you to get in the photo before Jake Pablo Media or Haters vs Heats photoshops you. Only time I want to see uh, what are we doing with
3: McCollum, man? Come
2: on! Only time I want to see did. Mike Muscala in a Heat picture is on a poster from getting ducked on by Bam.
3: Yes, yeah, fucking destroyed that nice. him. That was beautiful. okay. Uh, yeah, that, that, that,
4: Yami Curtis yeah. says Blake Griffin to the Heat. Okay, we're moving off trade talks. Uh, Blake Griffin is a shell of himself. I pre- I love Blake, but no. Uh, kind of moving on to Bam a little bit, Alex. Because I know you and I have talked about this. Uh, we've texted about this. As much as we like him hitting that little jumper, we need him to go to the rim more because he is a freak of nature. And the jumper's nice to have in the bag, late possession in the shot clock and a playoff game, bro. Against the fucking you know remnants of the Dallas Mavericks front court. You gotta take that in, man. Like you gotta take in. You gotta they're playing the Celtics on Wednesday against that soft ass front line. You know, I, I wanna see you facing up and going to the rim. And I know you agree with me.
2: Yeah. So to me, I think it's two sides of the same coin. So You know, I tweeted something out similar last weekend and everybody got on me like, well, you know, one doesn't come without the other. And I think that's kind of an obvious point. Like, but it it is true, though, because Bam taking more of these shots and and being more willing to take it and not looking so hesitant like he has last year, I think definitely changes how you guard him a little bit because the shot is real. I'm not saying it's his best weapon, but him having that and taking it more often is going to make it easier for him to get to those drives. But that's essentially what I tweeted that from here on out, like knowing that, you know, he's taking these shots. Let's say I don't know uh, three times a game, four times a game. It varies. But uh, as far as what I would like him to increase from here on out, knowing that we're already here with the jump shots, it's definitely the drives. Like I think I'm good with where he's at right now with the jumpers. I don't need him taking a bunch more. I definitely would like to see him drive more often. Like I just think it would be, you know, that's really where his his value lies the most. I agree with everything you said about him with the free throws. Like I think we saw it in the playoffs versus the Celtics. He really looks like a different player when he's attacking the basket like that and. I would like to see him go to that option more often. He needs to stop, by the way, uh, like a lot of times when he runs the set. And I know he's always looking to play make first. I'm OK with it, whatever. I I would like him to be more aggressive, just like the rest of the Twitter. What he needs to stop doing is like when he's running a set or a handoff, he'll pick up the dribble. And then that completely takes away the other options. I hate when he does that, like I, I keep the dribble too. alive. And, and I know he's not doing it on purpose. It happens, you know, the, it's a game. But that's something that. It, it, it immediately takes away his other two options. He can't sh- he can't really shoot or drive anymore once he picks up his dribble at the three-point line.
4: The thing, like, that that shit bothers me. The other thing that bothers me is when... I love what I've like, seen from him, though. No, he's been he's been absolutely incredible. Like, Besides when he's... He'll, like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to pull up the, the... I mean, Christian tweeted a couple days ago that he's turning the ball over on 28% of his possessions. I think that's gone down. I'm about to pull it up, but... The other thing I don't like is like when he kind of I feel like sometimes he kind of predetermines what he's going to do on a possession that once kind of Duncan comes off the handoff. And like, let's say a guy kind of goes really hard over the screen and they take that away. And then Bam's like kind of pivots. And he are in like that one motion. He already knows what he's going to do. And it's like it's not really a, a reading the defense kind of thing. It's like, OK, I have decided yeah, based yeah. off this option I'm going to do this. And, and I then I think that's I what think,
2: separates him as a, as a big man passer between him him and Jokic. And I'm not trying, you yeah. know, he he's not going to be Jokic. Like Jokic just might be the best passer outside of LeBron in the league right now. You know, he's, he's an actual point guard at center, whereas Bam Dude, has kind of been cr- put into that role. Bam was a good playmaker now put into this role. And I, I so I think it's something that's going to get ironed out over time, but it's definitely, you know, got to get those turnovers down, man.
4: Like, and I think part of that was kind of the Jimmy stuff, right? Um, he's, for sure, not man. been. Yeah, I mean, he's his. It's just you know when you when team, you're this kind team of, was
2: constructed for the you know Jimmy Bam and Duncan for what they do and everybody playing around them, not Tyler and Bam.
4: I think this is going to turn into a more of a North South team as kind of the season goes. I think that kind of they've you know if Tyler's going to be this level of pick and roll player, uh, I think that they're going to be and if they're going to have to downsize a lot of times because you know they can't really play another guy at at power forward that they might want and they're going to play maybe three guards plus Andre and Bam right I think that that's going to really open the door for a lot more pick and rolls a lot more jump shooting a lot faster of a pace and that's kind of I think the big difference between this year's team and last year's team and I would kind of put a little uh maybe maybe put a bookmark on the NBA stats handoff possessions and kind of see how that ranges as the season goes on compared to last season because they just have a lot of firepower to go north south and with Bam Kind of taking a leap as a scorer, like Alex. Do you think it's unreasonable for him to get to twenty points per game this season?
2: Which Alex, are you asking?
3: You. Okay,
2: I no, I don't think it's unreasonable. I said earlier, I mean, a few months ago, five on the floor. I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy Bam and Tyler were all kind of hovering around between seventeen and nineteen points a game around there. I don't. I think Bam could get to twenty. If I had to bet, I would say he he finishes under that though, just because he, you know, of his. Uh, what is it his predilection to to pass to, to other guys first
3: which is fine I by mean, the his, way like his field it's goal fine, but that, the that same doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be at twenty as long as, as, as we're seeing the, the growth and the other aspects. Shots. Right.
5: Bam took two or three more shots a game he'd be averaging 24 a game.
4: Well I mean he's shooting about he he's taking about the same field goals that he took last year. He's getting to the line about the same time. I mean it's again small sample size. Shooting a lot better by the way shooting 83% from the line which is more in line with what he's done because he was always a, a an above seventy percent shooter and last season he shot a not nice sixty nine percent from the line. Well he was nice really stroke.
5: good in the playoffs.
4: Can he I ask you something,
2: G, have you looked at the the pace numbers? Because I haven't yet. I watched them, I feel like they're playing they're at, at of a the pack. somewhat faster place, I mean, a pace than they were last year.
4: <laughs> middle of the pack, and the reason why I checked is because they have they like rank like near the top of turnovers, and I was wondering if that was a pace thing as well. And it I know looks that they are like the ball faster. over a lot. It, they're, last time I checked, I checked after the Mavs game, they were middle of the pack. So I don't know how the. the weren't Oklahoma they bottom ten was. last year for the whole season? I mean, both teams tend to not play fast, and even for all yeah, the pace I, and space shit.
2: But that's I don't what even I'm saying. They played. That's what I'm saying. That kind of stuck out to me because I'm used to them kind of slowing the pace down. But maybe some of that was just when Jimmy's not playing because he does a really good job at slowing the pace down. Like that's that's the way that he plays a lot of times, even if they are playing in a motion offense. But I don't know. These past couple of games have stood out to me like it feels like they're playing at a faster pace than usual. And Maybe that's something they gotta that's gonna end up you know going down because I remember that that happened last year at the beginning too. They were playing they uh in the first ten games or something. I remember I checked, and they were they were at a top 13 pace or something like that.
4: I wouldn't say that they're playing fast. I think they're playing frantic. Solana, like I don't know if you've noticed, but like a lot of times that's like Bam, a better gets, way to describe it. Bam gets that outlet pass, right? like they and he's like looking to push. But I think a lot of times they don't have options. Like, I think the other day, Duncan threw a hit-ahead pass to, I forgot who, and so threw bad. it.
3: Did I, you see Spokes' just, reaction to that? Oh, it was so funny. <laughs> it was it our reaction. I'm so pissed. I, 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 I,
4: like, I love Duncan, so I don't want to get mad at Dunk. Like, I, I get what they're trying to do, but it, they're just trying to be something that they're not, which I think contributes to the turnovers
3: yeah but i'm i'm cool with them like experimenting like i'm cool with i'm i know a lot of those bam turnovers were ugly as fuck but I'm kind of cool with you know him just trying out new things him trying to be more aggressive him trying to to handle the ball more trying to fucking be magic Johnson at times like whatever man dude that like it's it's fine it's it that's why the overreaction to hero at the beginning of the season like all that shit is fine man it'll it'll work its way it'll work itself out Perspective is stupid, Alex. We got to react to
4: stuff. We got to trade people. We got to demand that Tyler Hero gets benched. We got to. That's not how sports coverage works. All right, then fucking. Nuance, do you think nuance makes money? Do you think nuance gets an audience? No, nobody wants no, nuance. Definitely. Nobody wants nuance. Everybody wants hot takes. Everybody wants to trade people. Everybody wants a mohawkless
3: hit piece. That's what gets clicks, Alex. You should know this. Yeah, you but. Were for but, a media but, empire, you work for mean, Intercom. Did, you just talked about you just talked about the pace numbers or like like get the fuck out of here with that like like fuck it, nuance. It, it's a it's a totally different how how are you even analyzing that when what Toledo said your number your your number one ball handler has missed most of the games like get the fuck out of here then then don't don't bring up the numbers which is why I
4: mean and I wrote that in my piece it's like you have a five game sample where Jimmy's played two point three games I was like none of this means anything
2: That's- this is like so. Like, people were mad at me for not being more worried. And I'm like, if this keeps going for a couple more weeks, sure. But, man, like, we've seen three games of Jimmy. Like, what? I don't know what to say. They just got to the finals. Maybe if they would have lost in the second round, we would be talking about a different type of team, different type of expectations. But they got to the finals. And they pretty much brought back the same roster. Like, you're looking at the rotation now, the way it is now, they pretty much only swapped out, what, two guys? Like, is it basically just Jay Crowder for Avery Bradley? Like, (laughs) Like They added a couple new guys uh, as well, obviously, but uh
4: I just think they're like, not got to give it a little bit up, more time. They're going to have a really interesting playoffs if they don't make a trade and they're going to also have a really interesting trade deadline because of kind of everything that we've talked about today. I think this is kind of like, okay, we're at a point where I think they've stabilized a bit, right? They, they look pretty, they look pretty good. They have some issues, right? So we kind of talked about, you know, the kind of the point guard situation where you can kind of see, but at the end of the day, shout out to you, Alex, that, you know, Goron is going to be the starter in the playoffs. Uh, And then I guess the question then becomes, you know, are you going Goron, Tyler, Dunk, Jimmy, Bam? Are you going really small or are you benching Duncan or Tyler, right? Like, I think those are the questions that you start asking if they go as is into the playoffs. But I think their power forward answer is still a question mark, you know, for games that matter. I think their guards are really solid. I think, you know you're, what you're going to get from Jimmy? Avery Bradley's been, like, one of the beat, best spot-up shooters through six games. <laughs> it's crazy. He's no, one of their 8-9 guys, for they sure. They got to
3: make a trade right now. They, like, there, Riley go. Trade. there we go. Riley has to make a fucking trade tonight. I'm demanding a trade. Oh, every, game, every game is a must-win game from here on out. Every single Thank game. you.
4: Finally. That's what you I'm what, saying.
3: This
2: is a, I like that mentality, man. That's good.
3: I, I, actually, last night was called a must-win game uh, by the Sun Sentinel. Just for the record, it was. That, that's not... That's, that's, I mean, if they lost they that
4: game, I mean, if they lost that game, where we're... Uh, listen, you can't you can't lose the fucking lottery we, team. We'd be, you know, be having a home. different pod
5: right now. Oh, we'd be we, having a totally be having different pod. We'd having pods no. that the Toronto Raptors fans were having.
4: Oh, man. <laughs> the Dishes it, and Dimes. It's bleak
5: over there at Dishes and Dimes. Bunch of fraud. Bleak.
4: The
2: Raptors, not Dishes and Dimes.
5: Um, so Chad's really angry at us because we haven't answered questions, primarily Weird Alf's questions.
4: Yeah, so Jack, weird Alf, is, weird Alf.
5: Okay. You want to read some of them, Brian? I mean, they're basically the same question over and over. So Jack's wondering why you hate Precious Achua, Alex <laughs> Toledo. <laughs> <you> <laughs> he's hate trying precious? To,
2: He's trying to create his narrative, man. It's one of his, <laughs> it's one of his weird bits that I still don't understand.
4: Did you know Nikias does not like Steph Curry? Why?
2: Is that real or is that
3: another Twitter that's a, that's bit that a, I don't that's understand?
4: A twi- that, that's a Twitter bit that. that but, <laughs> but why? So, what,
5: like how his did that game, start? his game, that, or like per-
3: personally, they have B Yes. Is yes. it because
5: he didn't put him in first team All NBA?
4: <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know where this bit started, but I just see people tweeting Nikaias. You know, why are you hating Steph? Or when Steph balls out, they're adding like you know boogie banskins or all those Laker people and Nikaias. It's <laughs> just <which is>, like <laughs> what important guys do. Banks. Yep. yep. That's a <laughs> Yo, dog. Banksy. Look- Banksy, whatever. those like, I hate them. They're so fucking annoying. <laughs> Yo, all they do is, like, they're, they fucking love LeBron. All they do is fucking like, stan LeBron. And when LeBron was here... You're gonna all go after Lakers Twitter again? You didn't learn yeah. your lesson the first they're time? It's just annoying. The, I know. The last I learned time my
3: lesson. <laughs> wasn't that... I think that might have been the four of us. Or I called one of them a white supremacist, and it just didn't. It didn't go well. Yeah, then there. I got
4: then I got hit for that. Which, by the way, Tim Tim MBA is like one of the nicest guys ever. He, he talked to me. I apologize. He somehow apologized to me. He gives money to black causes and businesses from his website fund. He's like the nicest person. We Oops. fucked up. Oops. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. I'm the worst.
5: <laughs>
2: uh, Next okay, question,
5: Alex. Do you like my background?
4: Which Alex? You Bro, motherfucker, you. there's two Alex in the show, baby.
5: Man.
4: This is like a family reunion, like you haven't been here since Thanksgiving, and like we just want to show you our new, shit, you know. Yeah, you I'll go. step
5: away so you can see it better. You Fire like me. that?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's going on a t shirt soon. You can get that at the Miami Heat Beat store. We got merch, baby. Chat's asking, what's yeah. your favorite time of the day, Alex?
2: Oh, the end of the day for sure. Yeah, I, I was about to like. <laughs> That's, that, seriously. that's no, yeah that. <laughs> It's a, lot of, what a weird
4: question. That was a great question. <laughs> that's a great answer. Can, can someone clip that? That's, that's right. what they are lobbying me up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, if somebody clip that please. Yo, if people chat's happy. They wanted that.
1: The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better.